Yo, Yo check, check it. it. <laughs> Welcome back to another podcast episode. I know it's been a while. It's been months. The last what was, episode was... What was the date? It was last year, for sure. It was last year, around October, I think. Okay. September, October. Dang, it was that long ago? Yeah. So Holy it's been a uh, half a year. Um, last episode was f- episode 47. Now this is episode 48, and... The first episode in the new studio. New studio, Masterpiece Studio, P-A-P-E-A-C-E. With a piece, piece. like this piece. Yes. Um, yeah, so I have a new co-host. I got Felicia Is in the house. She was in the last episode. I was. Um, I did such a great job. <laughs> that I have to, you he know, like, bring her back in. I'm gonna let her be a co-host. <laughs> so you know, because um, Christian actually is moving to another state, so he oh. won't be able to do the podcast anymore. Really? Yeah, he's moving to L.A. Well, around that area. Um, Dang, that's cool. Yeah, he's moving next month, so um, you know, he won't be. Do- be able to do the podcast. Maybe if you do like a yeah, you got to do like a, a Zoom, Zoom one, one probably. You like set yeah, when he's like all settled and stuff, tell yeah. us about his life out there. Yeah, well, exciting. Yeah, we'll do that. So, good luck, Christian, if you're listening to this podcast. Good luck, Christian. <laughs> I'm not replacing you. <laughs> You'll always be my number one. You'll always be his number one. <laughs> but anyways, um, I guess this is just gonna be. An update episode yeah. on what's happening, kind of, and kind. I think kind of like a reintroduction, right, to your podcast because yeah. there's been such, I guess, a long gap, and I'm hoping that we'll have a bigger audience now that we're. Can you raise your mic just a little bringing bit? Bringing it in. <laughs> um, Is it? Up? How do I do it? Oh, this way. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Sorry, guys. How do I do it? Here, I got it. Dang. There you go. Does it need to be closer to my mouth? Yeah, it just needs to be pointing in your direction. Hello? Should be good. That far away? Yeah, should be fine. Okay. Okay, anyways, All right. let's, let's get back to business. We're not cutting that out. That <laughs> yeah, we're just going to leave it. Um, <laughs> that was a raw anyways, moment. Anyways, where were we at? Oh, reintroduction to your podcast. And then I was saying that hopefully doing it in the studio and maybe bringing our followers will kind of give you a whole new following, possibly. Yeah, and then we can actually invite guest now because it's not yes. in my bedroom anymore we've yes. upgraded into a an actual studio place a new studio space bigger space we can have more chairs i think it'll be good so we'll start lining some guests up what we're gonna talk about i don't know we'll wing it i mean it won't be winged completely but it's somewhat planned we have some bullet points on what we want to talk about but yeah for the most part it's mostly going to be um what is it like mindfulness i think mindfulness life self life anything that gives you a 
good vibes, I guess. Good vibes, something definitely relatable. Yeah. Um, so cheers. Hopefully cheers. you guys enjoy the new podcast. It's going to be more consistent now since we have a, an actual space. And yeah, we'll Pretty try good. to do weekly episodes for you guys. Weekly. Weekly. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. Do I look at the camera? Do I look at you? Yeah, you look at the audience. Okay. Um, but anyways, update. Um, you first. My, because this is your podcast, so you okay. got to update your life. So, you have a update. lot going on. Actually, um, I don't know if you guys are following me on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I recently released an album, a music album. No um, baking. Everyone <laughs> does it. Everyone. Yeah, it's no big deal. You know, everybody does it. Um <laughs> That's why I haven't really been doing the podcast because I just wanted to focus on that. I've been working on that in the last four months. Um, recently released it last week. So, um, yeah, please check it out. Just look up my name, Jarek Image. It's all um, platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, Did whatever. Pandora? Yeah, and then there's other things too that I've never heard of, which is pretty cool. I guess. Can you they, do those cool things where you're like, "I'll link it here," and then you point, and then it's like the link. I could do that, but I don't know. Maybe I'll be lazy and not do it. So. <laughs> I'm gonna do it because we did it. We committed. <laughs> um, yeah. So I released my new album. That was a process. Um, How long? How long of a process? Like four months, or just. From start to finish. Um, yeah, it was about four months. Um, it was very, um, I would have to say, it just came out of nowhere. Um, I was doing a lot of covers before that. During the pandemic, I was doing a lot of, you know, singing covers from other artists. But then one of my friends um, decided to come over one day Um he told me that I should probably write my own songs. And then I told him, like, why? I don't know how to write songs. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and then he was like, dude, like this, because I made a beat. And then he was like, oh, yeah, this is a really cool beat. Like, we should, we should make a song. Like, I'll help you. And I was like, you know what? I haven't, I've never written a song before. So I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll try it. And then... We made that song, and then after I released that song, that was like in November last year. I decided, you know what? This November's is when you released your first song. Yeah. Dang. Um, Whoa. Yeah. So it was November. I think it was like maybe end of November. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that, I just because like that process, I just really enjoyed it so much. Yeah. I mean, I've always loved music, but it was. It was it's different when you're actually like making a song right um because like you're creating something like from nothing to something mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a i don't know a lot of artists call it like oh their baby you know every song is their baby right. like they they create and um like it kind of felt like it because like obviously you want it to be good and you always like aim for like oh i want it to be the hit you know the hit right. song this is um, it. yeah one. this is gonna be the hit song and then that's it my life's gonna change 
And when I released that first song, nothing happened. <laughs> I mean, a few people listened to it and they're like, they liked it, but I thought, I was like, damn. I thought that was going to be it. I was like, just one hit wonder. <laughs> and then after that, I was like, you know what? Like, I really enjoyed it. I probably should make an EP. I was like, right. you know, make a few songs. Because my friend told me, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, just test out the waters, like, just make a couple songs, you know, so, like, to introduce yourself in the world, you know, I guess. Mm. And then um, after making two to three songs, I was like, I talked to your husband. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Anthony, um, he was like, because I let him listen to some of the beats, like, dude. Because I do a lot of photography and videos, um, if you've been following me for a while. Um he was like, fuck everything else that you're doing mm-hmm. and just do music. I was like, that really resonated a lot to me, too. And mind you, my husband, Anthony, I'm just going to say Anthony. He's my husband, okay? <laughs> uh, but Anthony loves music. Like, he absolutely loves music a lot. So he gets very critical about the music that he listens to. So for me, for him to say that he really liked your music, I was like, oh, damn, I guess it's good (laughs) because he likes it. And he doesn't not that he doesn't like a lot of music because he's very diverse, like Mm -hmm. in in the type of genres he'll listen to. Like, it's wild. You'd be like, you listen to that? And he does. But I mean, for him to positively speak about what he listened to, I think he was he's very he was very impressed. Yeah. You know, because like. Backstory too. Um, I was actually meditating that morning. It was weird because like I met up with him that night, and then the morning that day, I was like asking the universe, like, "Is this the right path for me?" You know, I was kind of meditating about it and thinking about it because you know, like, trying to do music is is out there, and like, because everybody is kind of waiting on you to fail i guess because like mm-hmm. nobody not a lot of people can make it you know right. um and it's, i don't think people are waiting for you to fail but it's more of like they don't expect you to succeed because right. it's almost that. like it's impossible so few you know? it's like such a small group mm-hmm. when you think about it that really gain that popularity yeah or so we think who knows um so i was asking asking the universe like Give me a sign. Like, am I doing, am I in the right path? Like, should I follow this? And then that night, that was the sign. He was like, fuck everything else you're doing and just do music. I was like, all right. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. (laughs) Like the Shia LaBeouf, like. Yeah, exactly like that too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then after that night, I decided, you know what? Instead of doing an EP, I'm just going to go for the full album and then i looked it up what's like what's the minimum of an album they said like seven or eight i was like all right i'll do the bare minimum the eight songs Mm -hmm. album so um yeah Uh, a few months later album's out um what's the title of the album it's called moving on moving on yeah and i do enjoy quite a few songs one of the songs I think it was late night. It might have been late night. Yeah. I just late. listened to it on repeat. It's so catchy. <laughs> I mean, it's like, good when people listen catchy. to it on repeat, you know. Um, but yeah, so if you guys are listening to it right now, please check out my music. 
I'm just gonna do shameless plug because why not? Yeah, <laughs> dude, why not? Like promote yeah. yourself. Like that's how people survive these days. Yeah, because like normally I. And it's so funny though because. We shouldn't feel bad for self-promotion. Yeah. Right? Like, there shouldn't be a negative connotation to being like, oh, you're talking about yourself. Like, dude, Because honestly, be I, I do feel guilty about that, too. It's because, like, because somebody pointed it out to me, too. Like, I like to downplay a lot of my, anything that I do. Right. Like, I your just accomplishments. Kinda like, yeah, like, anything I accomplish, I just kind of like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like, mm -hmm. everybody can do it. But then, like... One of my friends, she just told me, like, why are you downplaying yours? Like, yeah. you know, you're you're doing well. Like, you done photos. Like, all your photos are good. Like, videos and all that stuff. Like, everything that I've done, they're kind of like, you should be proud of it instead of, yeah. like, downplaying. I don't that, know. That's your career now. Yeah. Like, you make your living off of doing the, all like, those things. from the nine to five. Yeah. Not, I mean, there's a lot of people now in the creative scene that I know of that, have that freedom which is amazing because that's the life i'm trying to get to you'll be next but you legit i mean when you told me the other day it was your two-year anniversary yeah just a couple weeks ago i think yeah two years like you april 1st was my two years anybody jerry but yourself for two years yeah i survived and i think like everybody says like the first year is the toughest but then after that um once you figure out the first year he'll just I mean, you'll figure it out, you, you know? I mean, it's kind of like, it's survival mode, right? Yeah. Like, you've made that commitment. You've made that decision. Like, this is my career. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to work for myself. So then you have no choice but to build that life for yourself. Yeah, because like, honestly, like, I really do enjoy the freedom of it. Um, yeah. Because, like, for me, like, I didn't necessarily do it for, like, the money. I mean, obviously, money's good, but... For me, like, I wanted to do something that I really enjoy. And then my past job, I didn't really enjoy it too much. And then it was getting to a point that I was, like, really stressed about it. Like, coming into work, even though it was just, like, for a few hours. Right. I just hated it. And, um... It's rough. Yeah, so I got rid of that two years later. Still doing it. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Oh, yeah, downplaying my... My accomplishments. Um, I don't know where that insecurity is coming from, honestly. Is it because, like, is it we're taught, or at least I was, maybe to, like, don't be so... Uh, vain or... Don't brag, don't I guess? Quote, like, I don't know. Like, don't talk about your thought. I don't know. I think, do you? Like, well, no. do you like to downplay in your, like, do you're like, fuck yeah, I did this. You no, know? I, I'm definitely not that. I think, which is why nobody knows I do anything. Yeah. Because I don't ever talk about it. But it's also hard because you're right. There is this, I think, this negativity that surrounds somebody who constantly points in their direction because we might see it as, oh, yeah, like they're full of themselves or mm -hmm. they're bragging or. They think they're the best, and that's fine, but. Because, like, I think it's, like, we're, at least internally, like, we're a little bit insecure on what other people are thinking. Yeah, I think that's what it is. But yeah. what I've learned recently is, like, nobody really gives a shit. It's true. Like, I mean, like, they 
they're watching you. They know what you're doing. But like at the end of the day, everybody's got to take care of themselves, you yeah. know? Um, no, it's true. Because even a person from the outside looking in, I really don't. I'm not that critical of other people. Like I don't. I'm yeah. not sitting there scrolling and I'm like judging them. Like, oh, there they are talking about themselves again. And then I think that for, I think that could be like speaking. Like to you as a person too, mm-hmm. like, because like there are some sad people out there that would like hate everything, you know. Oh, absolutely, um, that's inevitable. So like, if you're happy or like satisfied with your life like you're not gonna be out there like oh this guy again like yeah posting whatever you know or like doing this and right. doing that like for regular people i don't think they necessarily care or right. at least hate on other people you know and it should be a sense of support right like when i look at you promoting your stuff i mm-hmm. my first thought shouldn't be like oh here he goes again yeah, yeah. Jared posting his shit like no, it's like you. I should expect that from you as mm. a person who is self-employed, yeah. or even even our business, right? The studio mm-hmm. or my husband, like Neon Babylon, or even my plants. Like we shouldn't feel ashamed of putting ourselves out there or making ourselves known because in reality, how else are we gonna be successful? Exactly. Like we we have to talk about because like you have to be like especially if you're like self-employed or. Just trying to do something, um, you gotta be your own like number one like cheerleader, you yeah. know? Because you don't know who you can count on in the beginning. Yeah. It's not necessarily the loneliest road, but you don't know who's gonna support you. You don't know who are your true fans, or your true followers, mm-hmm. who's completely genuine in, in the work that you do. So it's true. Like you, you have to believe in yourself so much. Yeah. You know that you're you're willing to talk about it and be proud and. So honestly, it's like, there. even like I just started this journey, it does feel like I can honestly say it does feel a little bit lonely. Mm-hmm. It's because like, obviously I don't get to see a lot of people and like part of that is like the pandemic and all that. But right. like, um, when you're trying to achieve like something big, I guess, like it's so hard to... Like, I don't want to say, like, teamwork doesn't, like, it's not part of it. But, like, sometimes we're trying, you're trying to achieve something. Like, not everybody's trying to do that, you know? Right. Not, every will, not everyone will understand. Yeah. And then it's, like, I mean, I don't want to say that I don't have a lot of supporters. Because I do, like, I have good a lot of good friends. And then, like, my family, mm-hmm. friends, all that. Um, but, yeah, it gets a little lonely, honestly. Um and I just started too, so like I I can only imagine like the people that actually like made it up there. I mean, obviously they got fans, but like shit, man. Like, yeah, and I I think when you do make it to that level of popularity, then you start to question who's being genuine, like yeah. as far as who your inner inner circle is, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if they're new coming. But I think that's why it's good to kind of have your connections now because we're, we're with you right now. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, so when you make it, just don't leave us behind. <laughs> like, don't forget I got you guys. Like, I got you guys. Give me, give me, uh, <laughs> give me the crowd. You know? Honestly, like, I told myself this too. Before I even started the, the album, I was like, I really want to do this right. Um, not in terms of, like, 
making it about like every step of the way i want to do the right thing yeah. you know um like the good conscious yeah like decision the good uh i want to make good decisions about um who i surround myself with who i collab with because i don't care how talented they are if i can't vibe with them mm -hmm. um that's a big no-no for right, me right. um because i don't want to like even if they give me a shit ton of money i'm like dude i can't work with yeah. you like i wanted like want to be true yeah from day own. one like i really wanted to be like firm on that to like i only want to work with people that i can vibe with right. and um because like especially in the music industry or entertainment industry is like it gets a little uh jaded and like sure. people are just you know um we've heard stories mm -hmm. like the hollywood stories and all yeah, that stuff like <laughs> yeah you guys see all the crazy documentaries <laughs> out there like i don't want to i don't want to go on that route so like right. from day one i just wanted to be like every step that it's yeah. the right thing for me to do um i think it's just important to keep a good group that will keep you grounded yeah in a sense and I think those are the people that are important. Like I've always, and I talked about this with Anthony. I said, no one is willing to stand by the side of like an underdog almost. It's like everybody yeah. wants to be with somebody who's top tier mm -hmm. or where you make all that money. You, you're already on that level. But it's kind of like the people who are just coming up, like we're the ones who need that support. Yeah. And, and like, so sad, yeah, sadly, we don't. Like we don't get that much support yeah. until you get to a point a where like level and it's like that's the validation so now i know that you're legit yeah and i can follow you and it's like no 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 <laughs> like, i wanted you two years ago when you know we're just trying to get stuff off the ground and a little bit too that's how i felt about the studio i was like all the people that stuck with us for this entire year i i am so grateful for because you've watched us go through all of the baby steps, mm -hmm. the, the redos, the, you know, the mistakes or the failures. Like, you've seen it. You've been a part of it. And then now we're growing together. And I think maybe that's where a little bit of, not my guilt, but kind of like, oh, I'm like, I always have this mindset where I want to be humble. Every step of the way, mm -hmm. no matter how great we become, I always want to maintain that mindset and i've not i always want to take everybody with me yeah you know what i mean i'm like oh i can't i can't go on to that next level unless i have these people always mm -hmm. by my side which i understand to a certain degree that won't always be the case because people are going to naturally fall off right that's just yeah. progression and growth but it's like i want to take care of everybody like when we talk about community mm -hmm. especially for the studio I'm like, everyone has to win, you know? Yeah. So what can we do to have everybody eat from the same plate or the same table, so to speak? Um, so enough about me. Let's talk about the, what? about you. Um, That's a horrible transition. <laughs> We're still talking about you, Jerry. No, it's okay. See, we, we'll come back to that. Like, oh, I just made an album. and Yeah, it's not that it. big of a deal, you know? Like, I think that, honestly, I, I do that a lot. I, I think I just kind of like to deflect, but... I learned recently that I probably, sh not probably, I shouldn't do that because right. you know, like, it's like be humble but be confident. Yeah. Um, but it's like, if anyone who watches this 
has found that balance or is somewhat understanding of what we're talking about and you have suggestions on how to cope <laughs> with that type of mentality, I mean, let us know because it really is a struggle. Yeah. Which I think why my social media game is so poor. And I think it's because, like, I'm so not used to being in a spotlight, mm-hmm, I guess. Because yeah. I was always kind of, like, even, you know, high school, like, growing up, um, I was always kind of, like, the guy that kind of just, like, blend in in the crowd <laughs> So didn't get noticed. Some backstory here: Jarek and I have known each other since I don't eighth know grade. the year, but it had to have been yeah. Eighth yeah, because that's when I moved here. So from at the Philippines, least, yeah. How many years is that? At least sixteen years, right? I won't twenty. Say. Twenty years since I we moved were here 12? when I was twelve. Oh shoot! That Did long? I move here when I was twelve? Did I know you when you were twelve? I don't know, guys, but all I'm saying is we know each other for a long time. So I've seen Jared come <laughs> up through the years. From tell, his, tell him about the glow up, Felicia. Tell, <laughs> oh, about the glow up? No, there was definitely a glow up because I was like, I came back and I was like, okay, Jared. Where's, I mean, you still got kind of the spikes, but it's a cooler spike look. He used to have like the pointy spikes and wear like super baggy clothes <laughs> and he was like super, everybody did super thin no that's I how know. everybody looked at high I school know. you're right you're right <laughs> but we've known each other for a long 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 time, time. yeah <laughs> we have some history so it's actually kind of cool though that we're here at this point because i don't think i would have ever guessed either of us would have been in this position yeah because honestly we didn't talk for like a long long we time after high school where i stopped having friends for whatever reason yeah like i didn't i didn't talk to you until you came back from vegas dang yeah i mean like maybe after high school my, a little bit but then like after that like i think it was my baby shower yeah like i didn't I talk know. to you for like a long at least like five to six years damn yeah a lot happens in that time. And then now we hang out a lot. I so. know. <laughs> and now he's a part of the studio, so, you know. Yeah. But uh, tell us more about the studio. Masterpiece. So, Masterpiece Studio is essentially a business child of myself and my husband, Anthony. Originally, he kind of had this idea, I want to say when we were in Vegas, because he started Neon Babylon. And Neon Babylon is... His clothing brand that I definitely support. He likes to say we a lot. And I appreciate that. But as far as like the ideas that he has for his clothing, that is definitely all him. That's his brainchild. And I'm very supportive, I like to think. But when we moved back here, he's wanted to have almost like a storefront because he used to own a store out in Vegas called Thoroughbreds. And when he came back here, I think he, he missed that feeling. Like he got back into the clothing, he got back into designing, and he really wanted to have another crack at it and maybe have a little bit more success because when they first had it, very, very young. You know what I mean? So with, with that younger mentality, there's a mm-hmm. lot of like growing and, and mistakes and, and whatnot. But I think he definitely learned a lot along with his best friend, Sheldon, but... Once we came back after our, having our son, Keelan, who was our biggest motivation, he wanted to have a store. And there was a couple of places that he was looking at, and they got swooped up, but we came across 
the Arlington Towers commercial side, which we didn't know was a thing because there's like the actual residential area. Oh, yeah, there's an apartment upstairs, right? But Arlington Towers also has a commercial side. He looked at some office spaces. He sent me a video. And he's like, I think this is it. And the studio that we got was not the studio that we originally wanted. We wanted a different space. Mm. But we had to go with that one. And honestly, it was probably the best choice. And when was this again? That was in, oh, geez. We officially opened in June. So I want to say around January of Last year? 2019. Because oh. we had we had that space for a long time. Yeah, you guys did. We did anything, but it was such a good opportunity where you kind of just knew that if we don't take this spot now, mm-hmm. we're we're never gonna have this chance again. It was a great price. It was downtown, which is where we wanted to. And be. we also live in Reno. Yes, we and live in Reno. As you know, Reno is really. Starting to get really expensive. Um, Very expensive, yes. Like space-wise, you know. Um, but I anyways. mean, any, anybody who watches this that is from Reno and, and has lived here for a long time or is born and raised like I am, I'm used to paying rent prices that are like 600 <laughs> Yeah. Maybe like close to 1000 for a couple Yeah, like years. 10 years ago, it was like around like... Nine hundred, a thousand, like for a good apartment for a too. Good apartment, multiple bedrooms, multiple bathrooms, and we come back, and we're damn near paying over two thousand for a spot. And I'm like, this is bizarre. But that's besides the point. So we grabbed this space back in 2019, and we honestly just sat on it. We we had an idea. He had a vision. He wanted it to be retail, but he wanted it to be something more. Did you guys feel bad when you guys were in the space and like, obviously you guys had renovations to do, but for that long, paying the rent and not opening? Well, it wasn't an issue until the pandemic hit because then my husband got furloughed. Mm. I went to a six day schedule, which still blows my mind, but money was tight. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we had to make a decision. And he, and he was ready to give up the space. He's like, we can't afford this anymore. And I was like, no. I'm like, and we kind of got into an argument about it, too. I kind of was really pissed off. I was like, in my mind, I was like, how dare you give up on this dream? Yeah. Because he talked about it all the time. I knew how important it was to him. And I was like, shame on you for wanting to give up this spot. And so... Basically, right as things shut down here in Reno, which is around March, mm-hmm. we're like, this is go time. Because he had he had the time to, to dedicate himself to the studio. Or so you guys had the whole... So you had, had the studio for a year without a year even without opening. Without anything, yeah. Because yeah. I think our, our... Okay, our lease came up... It was supposed to be August this year of 2021, but then we moved. So that means August 2019, that's when we grabbed it. Okay, so like so half I a said, year. I yeah. said January, but I meant August. But we didn't start acting on it until March of 2020 when things shut down. And, you know, those memes come out and it's like, well, you know, now you're going to know who's going to make it make it or break it, right? You're either going to be the same yeah, person at the end honestly, of it. Because honestly, a lot of people. Or something like, better. Yeah. And we kind of didn't have a choice. I'm like, we have all this time now. Kind of like he had a little bit more time. 
I had very small spurts of time. And mind you, we're still raising our son, who at the time was two years old, you know, one or two. So it's kind of like his prime growing space, but we had to do it. So we spent about two months nonstop working almost every day. I'd work my shift. I'd get off. We'd go to the studio. We had many nights where we watched the sunrise from that studio. Thank you to my mom and my dad and my sister for spending all that time babysitting babysitting because we had to get this space done. And so finally we had like our grand opening in June. But to be honest, we didn't have a plan for anything. And it just kind of unfolded naturally. You know, it's like the right things happen at the right time. And so the plan for the space originally was to be like a small space to house retail. We also wanted the space to be used as opportunities for other local artists or designers who maybe wanted a space to do a pop-up because when Anthony wants to do a pop-up or when he envisions using someone others, someone else's space, his mind is like, Oh, I want to transform the environment. I want to make it an experience. Yeah. And when he wanted to do that at another place, it was kind of shot down and it was like, ah, like, the only way that we can do this is if we do something on our own. Mm-hmm. But then we also wanted to return that and allow other people to do the same. If you want to come over here and curate the space and make it your own, like you have the freedom to do that, you know, minus some pictures that were kind of permanently up on the wall. But it turned into a lot. Like it was just like a networking Just like it's not what you imagine, huh? It wasn't what we imagined, but it was what we needed. Mm -hmm. Because then also the photography portion took on its own life. You know, thanks to one of the photographers that first known about the studio, Mickey, who's not in town. You know, I think he lives in Texas now. Mm -hmm. But he kind of started that flow. So now we have the retail. We have this creative space where people are coming together. And networking, that was the biggest thing. We yeah, because like so many people. There was a lot of when you guys opened up, like there was a lot of like support. There was there was a lot of support. And amidst the pandemic, to me that yeah. said a lot because Cause like people were actually going, checking out the space. Still checking it out, of course, we were cautious, but the support from the community really helped us, even you know, as a family owned business, like just trying to survive. Like you have no idea. How Especially tight, during the pandemic. Yeah, how tight you know? things were, you know, but somehow that basically supplemented what Anthony lost, and that was his regular, you know, nine to five, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why when we talk about the community and we always say thanks and appreciate that, like we're completely honest and genuine when we mean it because without that support of the community, our friends, our family, like, I don't think we would have been able to do what we're trying to do right now. And so many people kind of gave us all these, like, missing puzzle pieces, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, again, the photography, uh, meeting new people, do having all these connections, meeting important people that knew other people that could help us with the community. Yeah, I mean, it's, everything is, like, networking, you know? Because yeah. like, even, like, there's, you know, like, Caesar. 
we started talking with him more so Anthony started talking with mm-hmm. him but he knows a lot of people and he introduced us to like Mo Relief, for instance and I haven't really had a conversation with him but Anthony has and it's like the knowledge that all these people hold and kind of the respect they have in the community has kind of helped us gain that respect as well mm-hmm. right so I think the first few months of us being open because mind you we started in June we're approaching June now so almost in that year it was really just kind of creating that foundation. Yeah. You know, who is Masterpiece Studio? Who is Neon Babylon? What the heck do they want to do in our city? (laughs) You know what I mean? But what I'm hoping is this time around, now it'll be a shared spotlight because, because of my work schedule and because of how little time I had to dedicate myself to the studio, I don't think a lot of people knew. You wanna you wanna clear that up, Felicia? So when you guys message Masterpiece Studio, a lot of the times I get a lot of messages that think that I'm a guy. So I get those, hey man, hey bro, what's up, bro? And I'm like, dude, I am not, and I don't correct it because I'm like, whatever. But <laughs> me, you're talking to me, Felicia. She's okay? the one running I'm the Masterpiece Instagram page. I'm so. the Instagram page, you know, a lot of the the curating. And I'm only okay saying this is because my husband will always talk about it. He'll be like, no, Felicia curated this. So I, think, I, I do that. Like the design, the And the I think look. it's because like... You guys didn't really show your face a lot, like we until didn't. like because recently. We're not from this era of constant selfie sh- limelight. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's hard to do. I mean, God, we're freaking over thirty. Okay, <laughs> so to kind of have to. I mean, I'm used to. Okay, boomer. <laughs> does anybody know about Friendster and Zanga and MySpace? Like that is my generation. That's what I'm used to. There wasn't no live streams. Or yeah. Oh my God! But you know, we all, we all gotta learn, Felicia, we to do. put ourselves to adapt, in the right? you know. But that's just again, that's more of your energy going into something just just to survive as a small business, right? Mm. To get yourself out there, it's like you're constantly having to evolve and learn new things just to get a little bit of following or yeah. acceptance. Because honestly, like you guys should be proud though, because like you guys open in the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of businesses closed down because they couldn't survive. Yeah. Um, and luckily enough, like after a year later, you guys are still here, you yeah, know. we're um, still here. And, and we're actually in a bigger space in now. In a bigger space. We had another So you upgraded. Yeah. In the pandemic, guys. In the so. pandemic, we upgraded. Uh, but again, it's just, you know, blessings and, uh, and opportunities but I think this time around, we really want to focus on that business aspect, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of the stuff that we did was for love. Yeah. We didn't make a ton of money off of Masterpiece Studio when we first opened. Close to none, you know what I mean? But nobody really knows that, and I don't care to share that because, not that it's non, none of anybody's business, but I'm like, I, I don't want anybody's sympathy. You know what I mean? But I, the thing is, it's like... I don't know. I've been thinking. There's a lot of thoughts in my mind lately, but like, <laughs> I feel like that's like kind of like a good thing to share that kind of stuff, though. Like, if you when you share your struggles instead of just like, oh, I'm right. doing just fine. Yeah. 
is like when people like see it, it's like okay. I mean, like it's cool that you're doing fine, but then like I feel like you'll help a lot more people when you're sharing like that. I the struggles though, because like they can, everybody can relate, you know. Especially yeah. like maybe you haven't opened your business or you haven't done anything yet, but like if you're thinking about doing something, because people, a lot of people think it's easy, mm-hmm. and it's not. Um, it's not. At the end of the day, it's like, yeah, I might not have a regular job for the last two years. That sounds very like, oh, that's cool. Like, you haven't worked for anybody. But then at the same time, like, there were some days, especially the first year, I was like, um, how am I going to pay my bills next month? Right. You know, there's a yeah. lot of stress. Um, and, like, I never shared that. Like, I never mm. said anything because, like, I didn't want to be like, because I didn't want to be seen as like, oh, this guy's struggling because yeah, I was insecure about that too. Artist, you know, yeah. I was I was insecure about that, but at the same time, it's like everybody goes through it. You yeah. know, especially like if you're just starting up, um, it's very important that you should know. Like, I don't want you to give up on your dreams, but at the same time, be prepared. Be prepared that face the challenges. Yeah, I wouldn't say it hard. sucks, but like it's it's definitely going to be gonna difficult. Have your downs. Yeah, like, you really are. There's going to be moments when you. 100% second guess everything that you've decided on. Mm-hmm. You're going to doubt yourself. You're going to cry. You know what I mean? But at the alternative to that is you're so confident and you believe in your vision so much that that's enough to kind of keep your, your one step ahead. Yeah, and that's part of being like your number one cheerleader, you know? Yeah. It's true. I mean, you you have to find that motivation. You have to see the light at the end of the tunnel, but don't don't ignore everything that's happening in your present either. Yeah. You know, and and a lot of it is self-taught. You know, I no one no one can tell us how to do this, how to make it better. And some people may have that advantage. You might know somebody who's doing something similar, but we're literally just trying to do it. And yeah. whether it's wrong or right, I think we I feel do, like it's really no. Have, yeah, there's no one way to do it. You know, there's yeah, like, there's no one road to success. Yeah, everybody does it differently. Um, you're gonna have your own struggles. You're gonna have your own success. You know, maybe like, I mean, some people get lucky. You know, like yeah, they the right throw person the, or, yeah the right person or like their first song is like the one that blows them up and like life changes after that and then or it could be your business like all of a sudden like i don't know what happens it just like takes off um or it could take years who knows um but like this path i feel like it's not for everybody yes um it's not for everybody and you'll find out fairly soon if you try to venture into that that world i i think you'll know if it's something that you're willing to continue for years and years yeah because like it feel it feels if it feels good to you like if you're happy doing it mm-hmm. then it's definitely for you even though you're struggling like you just got to keep that in mind like if if that's like the one thing whatever it is like it doesn't matter what it is um if it makes you happy or enjoy the process mm-hmm. even though you haven't made it um that is definitely for you you just gotta be patient and uh you know it takes time 
It's very true. And I, and I can honestly speak to that also because when I lived in Vegas, my husband and I randomly started a meal prep company. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty successful, huh? And it was extremely successful, almost like literally one of those overnight. Like we made really good money, mm-hmm. really good money. But I hated doing it. Like after a few months, I was like, oh, this is torture. Like I would I would be crying. It just took so much energy from me. And I realized I was like, oh, this is not my passion. Like I was self-employed. I didn't have to work for a couple years. We were making really good money. We can pay our bills. But I was miserable doing it. And so I finally realized I was like, dude, how stupid is it to be self-employed but still hate what you're doing? Yeah. So I had to finally eat my own ego and like put my pride away <laughs> and be like, I'm sorry, I, I can't yeah. I can't do this anymore. And for a lot of our clients, it was like, what? Like this was all of a sudden. I had a couple of employees and they're like, man, this is really sudden. But I, I it took so long for me to o- own up to it. But I was so happy. When you once you let go of when it. I, once I let go of it. Yeah. And then this time around, you know, mind you, I'm still working. Mm. When I first tried the studio, I was working, you know, 50 hours a week. When I'm working now, I still work, you know, about 45 hours a week. And now that it's summer, a lot of things are happening during during the weekend when I actually work. And I don't get a lot of sleep. Like, but I don't care. I will knowingly stay up till 3 in the morning knowing that in an hour... I have to get ready for work and go work a 14-hour shift. Yeah. But I don't care because all that time that I'm exerting, not sleeping, is stuff that I'd rather be doing anyways. So in my mind, I'm like, I need to work hard now. Even though it's hard, like, there's moments where I'm like, going to have a mental breakdown, guys. Don't (laughs) worry about me. And then still try to be mom and still try to be a good wife and care about all all the things you you need to do in your home, like laundry or shit, like take care of yourself. Yeah. But I rather I rather do that and be happy with the end result than make all this money and be miserable. Yeah, I mean, I can you know? definitely. Yeah, because I've been in that situation before. My last job was just like, it was okay for a little bit, you know, but after like year three it started to just go downhill from that like it wasn't even like the workspace or anything it was just like i just i just knew that it wasn't like the path for me you know um because that was like my first full-time job right after college and then i was like oh after college you're supposed to just work at this one place for the next 40 years of your life and then save money so you can build a house or whatever and then retire 40 years later but then year three i was like no fuck no i ain't doing this shit like i just knew um and after i quit it i just i never looked back like i'm really hoping i never have to do it again Mm -hmm. um i'm very confident that i won't but you know but sometimes like when shit happens you just gotta swallow your pride a little bit like if i if I if it ever happens that I would never like have to find a job again, like mm-hmm. I would, but then you know, right. I'm awesome, so like I would never have to yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> really 
Here he goes again, guys. <laughs> there you go. There's like the humble side, yeah. and then there's like there's this the over the top side. with like fuck everything else, you know. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's essentially the studio. I mean, the studio to us is a home to anybody that is creative or looking for a judgment-free support group of trying to start something, whether it's your own clothing brand, want to do music, podcasts, just want to sit down and chat. Like, we truly want to cater ourselves to the community, which is why I think that first year we were like, hey, we ain't making nothing right now, but we love doing it. But Because I think you guys had a long-term goal. Right. You were kind of like, like we, we, we focusing on that right. instead of just like oh I wanted I want to make this short term money you know. But even still, like now we're starting to get more bookings. Like for instance, of people using the studio, and those of you that have booked, I mean, you know that our our studio cost is like twenty five an hour. And That's I, really cheap, I, guys. I actually got a compliment yesterday, and or not yesterday, but this last weekend or this past week where they thanked us for being so affordable because, you know, it's rough right now. Mm -hmm. Prices are sky high in Reno. Everyone's probably still recovering from some type of financial loss, maybe over the last year, but there's still people that want to do things and want to create, but it's hard to find those spaces when you're trying to sell your, your damn kidney, try to (laughs) sell your damn kidney, (laughs) you know, just trying to stay there. Yeah. I think it's that it's thing right heavy. there. What thing? That. You need to, like, spin it more. This? No, the other. This one? Yeah. I'll bring my stand next time. But uh. it should be. <laughs> Technical difficulties. This is what happens when. Oh, this thing? Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. Hopefully you could have heard me. There's two strikes, hand. Felicia. Might have to. Re- <laughs> <laughs> you might have a second guess. It's not me. It's the mic stand. Damn it! I'm sorry. Where do we get these things? I won't promote it. <laughs> Anyways, but, what um, were you saying? Uh, shoot! What was I saying? Oh, being the place being affordable. Oh yeah, being a place that still had a good aesthetic, so to speak. Yeah, it actually looks still pretty cool in here, guys. Good, I know you guys only seeing the corner, good people but people to surround yourself with, but still be really affor- affordable. You know what I mean? Like to me, that's very important because I I think about that end, right? As a consumer, and not to say that I'm cheap, but it's like sometimes things are rough, you know, mm-hmm. and you still want to do things and you still want to create, create, but you can't afford it, you know. Which is why I think so many people end up doing things for themselves or setting stuff up, setting stuff up like in their homes or whatnot. It's just because it's like I can't fork out hundreds of dollars to go rent something. And mind you, yes, in the future, once we've kind of gotten to that level, mm-hmm. you know, there may be some situations where we do have to charge more than what we do now, you know, but I'm hoping that by that time or, you know, things will be better and we'll have such a strong following that those people will understand why why we're doing what we're doing. You know what I mean? But I'm still for it. I'm still for the community. Like I want I want to help the youth out. I know my husband's really passionate about that because he grew up 
with that creative mind, but not really having a place to go. Yeah. You know? So it's like, how, how do we create that for that younger generation? You I mean, know? like, this is kind of like part of like giving back to the community too. like podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts and like, you know, there are some insightful messages in there. Hopefully what we talk about today or in the future podcast is yeah. insightful for you guys. Um, there were some gems in there. I think so. Yeah. There's some, some good, good shit in clips. there. Yeah. We had no idea where we were going. <laughs> we're like, we're going to wing it. It's going to be a reintroduction. Yeah. When we first, uh, this is the first episode in like a while. So we, we don't, we didn't even know what to talk about, but um, yeah, I think that was pretty good. Is there anything else you want to say? No, I think if you don't know about Masterpiece Studio, I would appreciate if you at least checked us out. If you're local to Reno or if you ever travel to Reno, you know, think about us in regards to having this space available to you, you know, whether it is, I mean, we do things called sessions, things. <laughs> we do these sessions where it's all like someone had mentioned, it's kind of like a tiny desk vibe. Yeah, it's for musicians. Musicians, but... You know, my sister went on there and she recited. Oh, yeah, she did a uh, spoken, spoken word. word. And I'm like, dang, like we should get more people to come in and do their short stories or, or their poems or spoken word. And I even talked to Anthony today. I was like, it would be kind of cool to do almost like live art. Like someone who. It's like does, a sh you know, show? Like a quick, like live art show. Like, you know, a quick painting. Oh, you know? like a live live. Yeah, live live. Oh. Art, like watching somebody do That'd be art. cool. That'd be kind Cool. I've actually, I don't think I've ever seen somebody like aside from like those yeah. portraits that you see in the streets. Uh, they take, even, the, yeah, kind of like know? that. And we want to do like jams. I mean, we there's so much that we want to do because I think being in this space too kind of sparks that creativity too. You're like, yeah. oh, I can do all this shit, and that's usually what I end up doing. I'm like, oh, I can do all this shit, which is why I do. I feel like I, I do a lot of different things. But I think like those are the things that kind of like. You told me this before, like idea is just kind of like a, what is it like an energy or whatever? Yeah, it's an energy. And then like I if you don't take, book, yeah, big magic. I live by it. I I still need to finish it, but I've only got I you know what I've read so far is like been so worthwhile and so kind of encouraging in a sense. Yeah, because when you told me that, I was like, when ideas are just energies, and then if you don't take it. When it's in your head, somebody else will. It's going to go away, and then somebody else will. Yeah, someone else is going to take it from you. Which is why you have those moments where you're like, oh, I thought of that. Yeah. I thought of that. And it's like, you probably did think of that. Yeah. You know, but you you didn't devote yourself to that particular idea. So in, that energy needed to be used or action taken. And so I went to somebody else. But also, I do want to put out there that... You know, we're in a position right now in Reno where we're trying to create this new culture, right? This new vibe. And so many people will probably end up doing the same thing, but that's okay. And the other thing about that book, too, it talks about, like, copycats or authenticity. And at the end of the day, like, no idea is original. Like, yeah. it start, something started from somewhere, and then mm -hmm. somebody else probably had that same idea. And it's okay to have... 10 different things that are all that are almost the same thing and you can still own it as your idea and have that be okay and still have that support and i really want to you know have that be known especially with the studio because 
if you right off the bat are like, oh, that's competition, how do you grow? Like, you've immediately shut yourself off from learning something new because you're like, oh, they're doing the same shit. Back off. Like, not going to support them, not going to do this. When in reality, it's like, hey, we're kind of doing the same thing. Why don't we learn from each other? Yeah. Like you, you have to be able to swallow that pill and put your ego aside, put your pride aside, and be like, bro, we're all we're all trying to make it. it was, we're all trying to make it. It was hella funny, though, because I was watching a YouTube video earlier, and then this guy was talking about, like, people hating on other people, right? Like, when you go on, like, social media, and then like, you start hating on people, and then this guy was just like, if you're hating on people, you're just a little bitch. <laughs> it was just I mean, like... in reality, it's like, for what? Yeah. Like, why do you want to exert that energy, that negativity? And honestly, though, it's like, even if you do the same thing, it's like, you still have your own, unless, like, you're obviously, like, it's not a total copy, but, like... Right. It's like the authenticity behind yeah. the idea. More than originality, it's more about being authentic, right? Yeah, because what, what we said in the podcast, like, all the good shit that we just said... Um, that's already been said before, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's not a new idea. I mean, think of how many podcasts are there, people? There's I mean, like, look at the shoes. There's like He's wearing shoes. I'm wearing shoes. They're not the same brand. You got Nike. You got Vans. There's thousands of podcasts out there like, talking about the same shit. But then, like, people listen to, like, you, you know, mm -hmm. to us. Right. Because, like, we... We say it in a certain way, right. like, you know, because like, sometimes I can be a little bit sarcastic or just, like, be direct. Mm -hmm. um, and some people resonate with that. And then some people are just like, damn, this guy's a douchebag. But it's like, you just got to find your people. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what it is, you know. At the end of the, end of the day, even though Reno's small, there's a lot of people here. You know, so... We can we we can all win if we really wanted to, and of course you always want to try and be better, you know, in, in that competitive aspect. But still, respect everybody and their hustle and what they're trying to do. Yeah, it's it's all about respect. You can still try to be number one and still be respectful and still be supportive, you know, and not be an asshole. Like which I I read this quote and I, I think I've talked about it on most podcasts, but. It's talk about, it's, it, excuse me, it says less ego, more soul. And so I think in one of my early posts for the Masterpiece Studio, I was like, leave your ego at the door. I don't want that in this place. I don't need that kind of energy, you know, because when you come in here, we're all on the same level. Yeah, because like you can tell we're too. Even, even if you're, I mean, maybe if you're like super popular, I'd be like, okay, yeah, you've done it. You know, but, but then even then, you know, like wise, it's like I would hope that somebody from that level will understand what it's like to be in this spot, to be the underdog. Right. Trying to work themselves up there and, you know, losing sleep over it and crying and all those, you know, blood, sweat and tears. Yeah, all I asked for it. And I hope a lot of other businesses think the same way or a lot of other creatives. It's just it's about support. That's how we survive. Because honestly, like being a creative, it's it's already hard enough, you know. Yeah, it is. Like without people hating creative. on you, that's already hard enough. But and like we haven't I don't even think we've hit that level, you know, thankfully. Yeah. And I, it's probably going to come And Neon Babylon has had a little shade a little bit. But I'm like, it's so unfortunate to even think that that's something you're going to have to go through. Yeah. You know, like, 
that's the it's just unfortunate that, that should be another topic to talk about like the freaking trolls on the internet yeah there's All definitely the a lot of trolls out shit. there it was hella funny because like i recently got a a comment on my uh youtube video too very like a couple of weeks ago like in one of my cover songs it was actually the the beyonce one mm-hmm. the one i did on the, on the other studio oh, on the other studio yeah the guy commented like your voice is horrible i was just like Honestly, I was like, I was kind of like, I wasn't even shocked. I was just kind of laughing at it. Yeah. I was like, really? Well, it's I, funny. It didn't really affect me too much because like, he's just trolling, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, some people is probably going to hate my voice. It doesn't matter. But then it's like, if it if you take the like 30 seconds to write that comment, you know, it's like, yeah, how sad is your There's, life? Um. So it's funny because Anthony, so when he's had his little bit of trolling, he's like, oh, I've made it. Like, I'm at that point now where yeah. I want to talk shit. And we actually had, it was funny, we we're trying to do a live. See, look, us 30-year-olds trying to do a live. I don't know what it was for. I had forgotten already. And somebody on his page was like, where the fuck is my shit? They, they ordered stuff. I don't care. I'm not, I don't know who it was, but I'm going to talk about it because to me... Like, all you want at that point is attention, and it is so petty, and you should be embarrassed for doing that shit on the internet. Like, for what? All you had to do was write a message or an email. Yeah. You know, businesses screw up, and it's not something to be proud of. Like, I'm very big about quality, so I'm like, once something happens once, I'm like, oh, this is never happening again. <laughs> like, we're going to fix this shit because, you know, I my 9 to 5, I work in that environment. But it's like... Bro, you don't know who you're talking to for one. And two, it's like, do you really want to have that relationship from here on out? Yeah. Making those type of comments or doing something on a live platform to what? To get some people to be like, oh, yeah. you think you're cool now? Like, no, I don't play that. And that's the other thing, too. It's like, we're not that young either. So I don't expect you to respect us. Actually, no, I kind of do. I mean... I, at least respect the space when you come here, you know, and from that moment on, we can decide <laughs> whether that'll continue. But I mean, I feel like you should always expect respect. Though. But it's like, don't be disrespectful. Don't be rude. Like you don't, you don't know what that person is going through or what mm-hmm. they're going to become or what we're going to become for you to create that type of relationship. And now we have that immediate, immediate perspective of you. From that point on. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day. Don't be that person. Just, uh, just don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> Maybe we'll, that'll be yeah. the next topic. Don't be a bitch. Don't be, don't be an <laughs> asshole bitch. Um, <laughs> but, sorry. Uh, I think my my dad's been dabbling in uh, social media. Like he told me today. He's like, hey, so I saw on your Facebook that you have an event this Friday. Is he going to show up? But I say that to say that he's <laughs> probably going to watch this podcast. So excuse my language, father. You're an but adult, an Felicia. Adult. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we're going to have to swallow that pill at some you, point. You passed your 18-year-old way, way uh, long wait, ago. Jeez. <laughs> I'm not that old. I'm, I'm not old. But yeah, um... Yeah, I think we covered a pretty, pretty solid uh, topic. It was just yeah. like update of what we've been up to, introducing yeah. you as 
the new co-host. New co-host. I'm excited. Since we're sharing like a space. I like to talk too. I don't think people realize that it's funny because a lot of people have this impression of me that I'm like super shy. I don't, and sometimes I am. I'm a little bit reserved, you know, and that's just because of a lot of the shit I've dealt with. But when you get to know me, I'm like, nah, 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 nah. yeah. Let me chat it up. <laughs> talk to me. Someone talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> talk to her, please. Put me on a podcast. Somebody, please. Um, and then we're gonna have <laughs> some guests in here soon too. Yeah. Um, if you think you want to be a guest, um, yo, check it at Masterpiece Studio. Yeah, honestly, if you guys, if you Send feel like a two minute clip. Introduce. <laughs> it's like an audition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, if you have, if you feel like you have something to share, something insightful, um, yeah, just uh, hit us up. Um, we're always down to talk to new people, meet new yeah. people too. You know, that'd be cool. Because like we don't want to be the only ones to like. I know you're gonna get schooling tired. you guys. You're gonna, you know? Yeah, we have so much knowledge. Um, Maybe we need the knowledge. That's why you need to be on the show. Yeah, um, but um, I think you can on your YouTube. You can tag like or like in the little details. You can put down like the Instagrams. Maybe. Yeah, on the also description. Also, promoting um, the studio and maybe well, another, yeah, the, another. How about the plants? Are all right. The planters. Yes, I will probably try to set some stuff up of my planters. Yeah, she also sells planters. If so, if you're uh, at oh, the plants are all right. If and you're in, also if you're into that, neon Babylon, and also something else is coming up. Felicia, I got something else cooking up, so uh, that's. I'm sure she'll be uh, shamelessly plugging that one too. I know. <laughs> oh, and um, gotta do it, man. I'm trying to make this my life. Did I ever ask you like? Because we. We had this little like segment in the podcast. I don't know if I asked you that on the first first time you were in the podcast about. I think we had two questions. Um, the guilty pleasure. Did I ask you that and last now? time? No. Oh man, we didn't do it right last time. But we normally ask the guests. Uh huh. Um, two questions, I think. Damn, I, so it's been so long that I don't remem- remember. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, two questions, but this usually is in the beginning. But since I forgot, I'll just ask you now, mm-hmm. um, since we're about to end this podcast. Um, two questions. First question is: share a guilty pleasure. What's your guilty pleasure? What's your guilty pleasure? What's an example? I don't have any guilty pleasure. I'm not guilty about my pleasures. <laughs> um, guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure um, like an example or yeah. just like, what is, you know, some people like to listen to I'm like, stupid, um, I don't know. I'm not ashamed to uh, admit that I enjoy listening to Britney Spears music. She got oh, that's a guilt. That's a guilty pressure. Pre- pressure. <laughs> that's a guilty pressure. <laughs> I mean, it's guilty pleasure for a lot of people because they don't want to admit that, you know, something like that you really enjoy, but then you're kind of somewhat ashamed to admit. I love eating, and because I'm trying to get away from carbs, but I love eating mashed potatoes with soy sauce and ranch. Oh God, that sounds terrible. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, soy sauce God. and ranch. Oh, those my two gosh. combo. A huge bowl of mashed potatoes. Mashed, Soy sauce? Mashed potato like my comfort food. 
I don't know. Maybe the soy sauce coming from an Asian side. Who knows? But soy sauce. And oh, ranch. Damn. If I wasn't trying to drop weight right now, I'd go home and eat some. I'm Mashed not. potatoes with soy sauce and ranch. That is for sure a guilty pre- pleasure. And you know, I, I'm not going to knock that since because like, like I've right I've never tried it. I'm going to have to try it and then I'll tell oh, you. Yeah. If we'll it's, have a, like a dinner movie night thing. Just like give me a s- small piece. Ooh, with it's the, so good though. It just sounds so weird. Mashed potatoes, soy, soy sauce. sauce, and ranch. But then I don't know. I mean. Love it. I've never tried it, so I don't know. Love that sheet. I mean, that's. I guess that that could be a guilty pleasure. I think so because um, it's kind of like a comfort too. Yeah. So the second question is. Um, I don't know, maybe it's not a guilty pleasure. I don't know. What's your like recent obsession? Just like the past month or so, like what have you been really like? Maybe a show or a song that's on repeat or. Anything that you're kind of like really obsessed about in the last month or so? Um. Oh God, this is horrible because now I'm gonna. I forgot the name of the damn song, but it's a Lil Nas song. <laughs> is it that? Is it that Old Town Road no, or whatever? My son Keelan loves that song. I gotta look at it. Sorry, I'm on my phone. Rude, Mom. I was listening to it actually. Here we I go. Can't be, you can't be obsessed with it if you forgot it. What? Well, if anybody <laughs> knows me, like my husband, and he'll get so pissed off with me, is that I will know the lyrics to a song, but I couldn't tell you who it is or what the name of the song is. But the oh, Montero by Lil Nas X. Okay. Oh, I never love heard it. of it. Even the video, I fucking love it. I haven't heard it yet. And I'd be like listening to it all the time, jamming. I think it, I think because too when it came out it might have caused like a lot of controversy, mm. you know, like the devils in it. So everyone's like, "Oh God!" Oh, oh is like, that the oh, one that everybody kind of like? That shit, okay, I love it, like stuff like that, huh? But in regards to like obsessing over shows, <laughs> I am an office person, so catch me watching The Office over and over again, unless it's Marvel, because Marvel on Disney Plus. Is killing it with all their little shows. Like well, actually, was good, but the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I haven't, I haven't gotten into that yet. So oh. I, I like to binge Stop watch. So like, I'm just gonna. It's wait. all on. They're they're short. It's all on there. Oh, is it done? You watch the. Full is the series thing. done? The series is done. It's done. Oh, last week and that last episode. Okay, maybe it's Falcon time for me to go uh, watch that then. Um. Yeah. So if it's not the office, it's. Marvel right now, they kill it. Yeah, they never miss. For me, the song that's on repeat at the moment has to be uh "Leave the Door Open." I was gonna say, like, I know it's Bruno Mars. That's a good song, though. I mean, it's a great song. It's, it's like so song. different, you know. I mean, like, it's different because it's today, mm-hmm. but like that's basically how music sounded way back right. when, you know. Um, but yeah, because that song's just great. It is great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so catchy. And then it's kind of like, he has like the anthem, kind of like the verse, you know, mm-hmm. like you kind of just sing and like the little answer, like the sing and then the oh, answer. Yeah. You yeah. want to make a song like that. That'd be kind of cool. It would be cool. But, um, forward to it. Yeah. And it may, been making new music too. Been trying out a lot of different genres. 
Um, so far, it's been fun. Um, nice. But yeah, you working. I think that's it for the forty-eight. For the forty-eighth episode, the first one in Masterpiece Studio with moi, Red Felicia, and um, how did we end the podcast? We just end it and like bye. Catch you on the flippity flip. Catch you on the flip, flippy flip, (laughs) flippy flip. It's flippity flip. Flippity flip. Man, if you're an office lover, you should know where that comes from. Yeah, not that cool. (laughs) That's cool. Anyways, that's it for the podcast. Does this have its own Instagram? Yes, it does have an own Instagram. There you go. Okay. Anyways. Um, yeah, so we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.